You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time with your host, Alicia McCormack. We've just talked for an hour. <laughs> Yeah. And we didn't even hit record. I know, we just went on and on and on. We just talked at each other and we did that lovely thing where we could both talk at the same time and still... It worked. Yeah, completely. We've told each other our life stories. Yes. We're perfectly comfortable and capable women together. Yes. Friendships. We're going out for dinner. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Bottle of wine. That's it. Welcome to the Bride Chiller Podcast. <laughs> Sarah Powell, welcome. Oh, hi. <gasps> Thank you so much for having me. We had a very surreal moment at the front door because yeah. we know each other from the internet. Yes, yes, we do. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we've connected in IRL. Yeah. If I say in IRL, that doesn't make any sense. It's very... Yeah. I, I don't feel like millennials would say... No. Would they? Would, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They'd be like, come on, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Move on, you dickhead. They'd never meet anyone IRL. IRL. They'll never do huh? it. Real person. <laughs> what? You can just talk on the internet. You don't need to meet people. Talk to a real person, you fool. <laughs> so we met on the interwebs. Yes. Uh, and you are a bride chiller. Yes. You, you are. Yeah. And you were one of my first purchases, customers of the Bride Chiller Guides. Thank you. A, a pleasure. Thank you. Oh my gosh. It was like when that little cha-ching. Rich and I still, I have a thing on my phone mm. and I sell the books via Shopify, this app. Yeah. And it makes a little cha-ching noise when someone buys That's something. That's great. And Rich and I still high-five when it comes through because it's a real achievement. So you, we high-fived your cha-ching. Oh, well, that makes me feel amazing. <laughs> and that's kind of how we met. It is. Because, and I can't even remember how I found your books but I, it must have been through an Instagram hole. I yep. must have fallen in a hole Great. and gone, yes, I need these. And then, and I didn't realize, I didn't even realize that the books had only just started. I was just, I was like, oh my God, I hope I can get one. Do you know what I mean? Like, what if they're going to, what if they sell out like this? And I got the bag as well, which I'm very happy with. So yeah. And then, and then we've started following each other. And yeah. I mean, what a lovely thing. You're a part of our home. Now, Sarah does amazing Instagram stories every day. I'm talking about you while you're sitting across and looking deep in your eyes as I'm saying this. <laughs> but um, you are so lovely and interesting. And then Rich hears your voice. I'll be watching an Instagram story. And he's like, how's Sarah today? <laughs> so lovely. <laughs> it's made, Because my, I mean, I love stories. And the more mundane, the better, I as agree. far as I'm concerned. You know, the more... I mean, like I talk about, I talk about, so I've had a lot of work done on my house. So everyone on Instagram's really gone through that with me. And I was like, I can't believe people want to talk about my damp problem, but they do. It's amazing. So yeah, I'm really grateful. It's a lovely, it's a lovely community. There's a real intimacy about it. Like even my friends who know me, you know, properly will go, Oh, I feel like you were just telling me that. And that's all I ever want. That is all I ever want is to just, yeah, connect in that way. So it's lovely. It's so nice. It's- well, and I'm so happy that it's it's brought us together. Yes. Now, you are a broadcaster. Yes. You are a celebrant. Yes, newly. Um, I've just, yeah, so I've retrained um, within the last few months to be a celebrant. So I was on Don't Tell the Bride. Now, for, yes. And now Americans, mm. oh, Don't Tell the Bride may have made it to America. Yeah, I think I it might remember. have a different title. Mm. But basically, the premise of the show is that a couple are getting married and... 
normally they can't afford to for whatever reason and they get given it used to be twelve thousand pounds i think it's fifteen thousand now it's gone up yeah i've worked on this show have you right well you'll know all about it in my day job much better and i have to say because i always sort of remind i don't know when people have found my podcast Mm, maybe they know nothing and they're like who are these women what are they talking about (laughs) this is about weddings yeah in my day job, I'm a casting producer, and I, a few years ago, I worked on Don't Tell the Bride, casting the people you're about to talk about. Did you actually cast the episode? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, not yours. I don't know. Oh, if, okay. No, no, I didn't. It was, yeah. It was pretty much time. But I, I know what you're talking about. Carry yes. on. Carry so, on. Um, so, well, yeah, and I love it. And I want to know how you find the couples and everything. But <laughs> they... So, I was at um, somebody's house. She was doing lunch. And I met this couple and they were like, oh, we're going on Don't Tell the Bride. And I, I mean, I just love it as a program. And so I was like, oh my God, tell me everything. Like, why don't you just tell each other what you want beforehand? And, and Oh, sorry. Yeah. So the yeah. premise, we mm. didn't explain the premise. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. No, I, I cut you in. So you get the money. Yeah. But then they separate the couple. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, it's, well, they've done, have they done gay episodes? I don't know if I they don't have. Know if they have actually. I don't think, I think it's Australia's. Yeah. But then they say to the guy, "Don't tell the bride. You're going to plan the whole wedding and everything, like everything. dress, venue. I mean, every single inch of it. And she knows nothing, nothing. until she sees him at the wedding. Yeah. Um, and the dress is always colossal. Yeah, it's always incredible. Um, but I was like, why don't you just tell each other what you want before you go on? And he was really adamant that he did he didn't want to know anything. He wanted to do it like properly. you know, properly. Right. Um so anyway, met them, lovely, lovely. And then I got a message from them a few weeks later, and he was actually doing the show by that point. And he said, We need somebody to compare the day, like host the day. So I was like, Oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> So I said, yeah, great. And then they said, we also need somebody to do the ceremony because, um, like, it was an unlicensed venue. It was actually on top of a multi-story car park. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'll write you a ceremony. So it was all brilliant. And I did it, and I loved it. I mean, I just thought, what a lovely thing to meet. I mean, I only met the groom properly. But to find out their story, to put it together, yep. and to create something that's just all about them. And, you know, we like, I just kept going to weddings, and it was just the same old... It felt like, you know, it was the same old tired script. Mm. They didn't know them. They didn't properly know the people involved. Um, they couldn't sort of have any little anecdotes about them. It just wasn't a reflection of them. And people... It astonishes me that people spend so much money and so much time and thought making their wedding so perfect and bespoke to them and unique and all those little touches and those little surprises for their guests. And then you get to the ceremony and it's like, oh, we've just had to have what's on the rail, if you like. Just, this is, this is just the ceremony. We'll just do this bit. So I was, so I was really interested in creating something that was really, about the people getting married Mm -hmm. and then through my own podcast which i do jules and sarah the podcast we're gonna talk about that too hi yeah a a listener does it she's a celebrant katie hi and i so i spoke to her and i was like i think this is spectacular and so yeah so i've trained i've retrained so now i'm accredited and yeah i'm doing so i've got my first wedding in a few weeks i've got two booked for this summer um so the first one is on a boat 
which is fun. Fab. And um, the second one is, oh, it's lovely. That it's this really gorgeous couple and um, they've really given me loads. Like I went, really went to meet them and they were just great. They had all these different anecdotes, all these amazing stories. And just because the more they give me, the better it's going to be because mm. I've just got more to go off. Mm. Um, and it's just the most lovely thing. It's the most gorgeous thing. So yeah, I'm very excited about that because it's, new and it's a new little business for me and yeah it's it's a lovely thing to be doing and really glad you mentioned and i sort of bang on on about ceremonies and mm. personalizing we've had some really good episodes in the past with people sort of giving examples of how to personalize things and yeah. i do think people find it quite like i often get people writing and leaving voice messages saying oh i don't want to reveal myself or it's i don't want to get too smushy yeah. and i'm always sort of saying there are so many ways to inject personality into a ceremony without it being like, and I would look poor into your eyes. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, that's the best thing about having a celebrant ceremony is that you can have whatever you want. Mm. And I mean that tonally as well. So if you want something really intimate and sort of really romantic mm. or, or really formal, you can have that. If you want something a bit more jokey, a bit more lighthearted, a bit more about the fun side of who you guys are, you can have that. But you approve everything. Like, you know, a celebrant would never or should never turn up on the day and start ad-libbing or saying things about you that weren't in the script. Mm. Like, you get complete creative control over that like the celebrant writes it and puts it together and and will know what works best but if they send it to you and you're like i can't like this is not what i want like i redraft until it's the right thing do you know what i mean until it's absolutely exactly what that couple want because you know it's got to be about them and it's got to be about what they want and even if in the chat you might have told them something that's really revealing um, that's felt all right at the moment, but actually suddenly in front of all your friends and family in your wedding ceremony, like, fine, get rid of it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, that's the lovely thing. You can have what you want, like anything you want. Do you think um, your engagement, let's talk about you as a bride chiller mm. and how that comes into your work as a celebrant. Yes. How do you feel about your wedding planning? Well, firstly, when are you getting here? Tell so, us about everything. I'm jumping the gun. No, I'm I so excited that. to talk to you. <laughs> I'm getting married in November. Mm. So no, we're getting married November the 10th. We only got engaged in January. So um, even though I've been banging on about getting engaged for the last two years, I'd be like, John, I'd be cooking dinner and I'd be like, why don't you just ask me now? Just ask me right now. Go on. Just as I'm plating up. Go on. Ask me. Ask me. And so he did really well because it was still a surprise, Great. which is the most important thing, I think. Um, and we were on holiday with my family. Again, if you've told me he's going to propose on holiday with your family, I would have been like, oh, <laughs> no. And, and also on a beach. Now, I am... I mean, I'm the colour of feta, so I do not do well on a beach. So I'm not a beach. Neither of us are really beachy people, um, but we got engaged on a beach. So again, I would, if you'd have asked me, I would have been like, no. If you'd have asked me if I wanted an audience, I would have been like, absolutely. There was nobody there. It was just the two of us. And it couldn't have been more perfect. Like, it was absolutely perfect. So we got engaged. I've always wanted a winter wedding because I'm the colour of feta. I just can't stand the heat at all. And so... We start, and then we sort of mentioned October, and for some reason, October felt far too near. November felt a comfortable mm. distance away. 
And what's been really lovely is we've really gone on, we've, we've, we've really followed our instincts on everything in the sense that we found a venue, we rang up, they had the date, they had November the 10th. We were like, yeah, went to see it, booked it. We didn't need to see 10 other venues. Right. You know, and, and that's kind of how it's been the whole way along. Like we went to this, um, well, uh, my sister and I went to this really lovely um, little wedding fair um, in Hackney called Most Curious. I love Most Curious. It was gorgeous. It was so lovely um, because everybody was, they were the exact people that you'd want to use. They're independent people, but they're not going to let you down. They've got their businesses. They're really serious about it. I found my rings there, my wedding rings. I'm having a little stack. Um, so I found those. Um, a big shout out to the Stone Hearts Club. They're gorgeous. Right. I found my cake. Like there was this amazing cake and I was like, that's my cake. Done. I don't need to see any more cakes, which I'm slightly annoyed about because I've missed out the tasting. You can still go yeah, and I eat could. Some cake I could. I can still eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one stopping you. Do you know what? You're absolutely right. So we found the cake. We found the DJs there as well. So we put this, but it's just that going on instinct thing. Like we had, um, I've, we've booked the photographer. She's a friend. She did all, um, she did a lot of sort of, she's done bits and bobs for us before. Um, Joanna Bongard, she's divine. So we've got her. Somebody John works with does wedding videos. So we've booked him. So everything's been quite straightforward in that sense of, yep, that's the one. Yep, that's sort of decisive. Apart from my wedding dress. Right, let's talk. Well, firstly, before we hit the wedding dress. Yes, yeah. I really like this path that you've taken of just knowing what you want or at least going I don't need to go and look at 28 other things that's it yes I think so many people and this is not just weddings it's like in life when you're given a decision to make and you're like do I just go with my gut or do I spend another 16 years on Pinterest or going through Instagram and you can see yourself balmy and I think it can be more stressful Totally. Not I think, I think choice is stressful. Yes. I think choice and time are the two things that are really stressful. When you've got no time and loads of choice. Yep. I mean, that's just game over for me. That's, I need to go and lie down. So yeah, exactly. I didn't need to see because the venue that we booked, she said, um, I said, you know, how do we get it? You know, when you're terrified, you're like, because somebody's going to book it. Somebody's <laughs> going to book it between now and tomorrow morning. And how, and we want it. And it's now 9.30 at night, but we want it. And what if somebody's booking it right now? <gasps> and, and she said, it's yours. Um, obviously when you've paid your deposit, it's completely yours, but it's yours right now until somebody else wants it. And then we'll inform you, like we'll email you and say, look, are you still interested? Because right. we've got somebody else. That's fair. So I thought that was really nice. And, um, she said, because the thing is some, brides or some couples will book will hold the date on 10 different venues because they're trying to make the decision and i was like i just i I mean who has the time to i mean to hold the date on like 10 venues i was like oh i mean that would just that would send me west i just couldn't so Mm. yeah it feels really nice to just be clear yep. and just be like, yep, that's what I want. Let's book it. Let's commit. Let's just go for it. It's lovely. It's a really nice, yeah, it just feels nice. And for people in America or elsewhere out of London, um, the most curious wedding fair is one of those great boutique mm. indie wedding fairs who uh, just find really like-minded vendors. Yeah. And you go and you just feel like, I, I mean, I totally relate. I've 
being there before and just going and meeting people that really care about what they do. Yeah. It's sort of a bit hipster cute. Yes. Kitsch stuff yeah. that you just go, oh, I love it. Come home with me and live in my house. That's it. They're the exact companies that you would want to support. Yeah. They're doing a really good job. They're probably doing it around their day jobs yeah. and things like that, you know, but they've got a real passion and for they it. Care. They really care, but also they've got their shit together. Do you mm. know what I mean? They've got it together enough to create a business and to put themselves at a wedding fair. So they're the perfect people that you that you would want to find, but you probably don't know where to find and them. That, and I think that's a really good point because it's the opposite of the big, huge, big bridal wedding fairs. Yes. Which have their place, but mm. probably, I don't know if they're necessarily very bride chiller, but if you, you know, I'm encouraging, I think we should encourage people to go and find their local indie wedding fairs. Yeah. Because it's such a good way to find... All your people. It's been amazing. We found our DJs. We found the rings. We found the cake. What else did we find there? We thought we were going to have a gin guy for a while, but we're not going to have it. But that was there. There was this amazing lady who did stuff with balloons, like like balloon art and things oh. like that. Um, yeah, there was a uh, there was a cool thing for how to get people to donate money to your honeymoon. It was yeah, it was amazing. I think that was called Patchwork or something. But it, yeah, just a brilliant little. Little companies that are doing a really, really good job, mm. and that I mean, there was a lot. There was an amazing girl who could embroider anything into a veil, like words. She could do your handwriting if wow. you wanted onto the edge of your veil. She Love could it. put anything. It was gorgeous. So yeah, those people, the people that you really want to support, and they're also quirky and different, and they're mm. going to bring something different. Then mm. you're not going to, you know, everybody wants something a bit different. Nobody wants to have one of those. The same. Yeah. Exactly, and there you're more likely to get it from somewhere like that. And they're all the, the other thing that I love is that they're really open. Mm. Like I think that a lot of big companies, and not all of them, but some of them are like, no, can't do that, can't do that, can't do that, can't get that, can't make it happen. And what's really nice about using independent people is that they're more likely to go, yeah, I'm going to find a way of doing it. Okay, mm. yeah, great. That's interesting. All right, yeah, because they want to grow and they want to make it happen and do something different. Yeah, they're keen. That's it. They're keen. Yeah. You want to work with people that are keen and aren't just like beaten down and go, oh, I hate this job. Anyone that you work with that goes, ugh, after they do anything, just don't work with them. Don't give them your money. It's not worth it. Don't give them your money. Your money's valuable. Absolutely. Um, Sarah Powell, this is the Bride Chiller podcast. Yes. And we're going to be talking about your wedding dress, but we're going to wait. To these, after these very short but meaningful things. Great. Sarah. Mm-hmm. The wedding is but, I don't know, how many months away? It's just a tiny bit over five months. Oh, you've got plenty of time. Yeah. So, dress yeah. stress. Yes, dress stress. And it really got me last night. I Did had it? a big wobble. So, I didn't know that you need to... Something that I didn't realise about myself Mm. was that I want the whole wedding shop, wedding dress experience. Do you? Yeah. I really want it. I want to go. I want to sit on a sofa. I want to have a glass of champagne. I want it all. Right. I want, you know, I want the one-on-one attention. I want to try on 25 dresses. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't realise that about myself necessarily. That's good though. But yeah, I've, I've learnt that quite quickly actually. So... I've left it and left it and left it because inevitably I'm like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose a stone and then I'll start dress shopping. Here we are, just over five months. I've not lost the weight that I wanted. I've lost a bit. It's fine. You've done very well. Thank you very much. But I'm not where I thought I needed to be to go dress shopping. 
I also didn't know that you need a like you need a lead time like I didn't know dresses go off and get made for three months and then you have all your fittings and and all this kind of stuff so when I found that out I that was my initial panic I think we got to the six month mark and I was like oh my god like I haven't sorted it we haven't got a dress I don't know what I want this is awful and I haven't lost the weight and then the other thing so my bridal party don't don't really live in London so my sister's here but obviously she's a doctor she's busy she's you know she's saving lives she she does her bet she does her best with lace or embellishment but at the end of the day do you know what I mean so my mum's up north um and has got Ruby the dog so you can't June's busy yeah June's June's she cares but she's busy yeah um Martha my bridesmaid is in Leeds also working full-time and my maid of honor is in brighton all so, these places for everyone all these places they're not quite local. far away quite yes. far away so it's quite hot do you know what i mean i'm like mum around june and i was like i need to go running dress shopping and then it's like seven o'clock at night and i'm like why am i not trying on dresses now like i need to try trying on. we need to go tomorrow mum's like i've got some time here i could come down for the day you know anyway blah we went shopping for the first time yesterday okay so my sister and I went, lovely shop, really, really lovely girl, Laura, who helped. And I've got, I am quite clear on what I want. I know that I want sleeves. Okay, great. I know that I don't want an open back. I know that I want quite a nice sort of low neckline. Good. And I found some shoes that I've really fallen in love with from Charlotte Olympia because I thought it's the only time in my whole life well, I'm going to be able... That's exactly what I decided. So maybe a hemline that would show them off. Have, you, got, have you bought the shoes? No, I haven't bought them because they're out of stock, but they're going to email me when they're in stock. Good. It's all in hand. The head office, they're on it. They're aware. I've phoned them <laughs> enough times to go, are they in yet? Are they in yet? They're like, Sarah, it's, we are going to let you know. Sarah again. Yeah. She's calling <laughs> yeah. again. Just block the number. Oh, hi, Sarah. Yeah. Um, so I do need to get the shoes. They're coming at any, any minute now. Any minute now they're going to come in and I'm going to buy them. So there's that. And then I knew, and then I sort of didn't think I wanted fishtail. And yesterday I tried on fishtail and I was confirmed that I did not. It's so weird. Like they're so tight. Mm, you want to be you able know? to move. Oh my gosh. Like I felt like Morticia. I couldn't wait to get it off. I said, I can't wear this for an hour, let alone for the whole wedding. Yeah. Like I was just no, and nothing strapless. I can't, I just can't. Um, so they're all the things that I know. So we went yesterday and I found a dress that I like. And it's really hard because I don't know if it's the one or it was the best one yesterday. Right. And what, so I came home and I, yeah, I had a bit of a meltdown because I was like, I've got to make this decision quickly, like in the next couple of weeks, because then it's creeping into this other time zone which where you have to pay rush fees and things like that so they were like oh you know if you order you need to order this by mid-june which is just over two weeks mm. so i was like yeah and then um so yeah i did i had this real meltdown last night about it and i was like i just don't i don't have time like i can't because mum's coming down for 24 hours she won't sleep during that 24 hours she will <laughs> just be looking at me in wedding dresses but i made the decision that i just need to try on yeah almost in the opposite way to everything else we've booked for the wedding i need to try on as many dresses as i can well, my comparison then was just exactly that just yeah. you've been so decisive mm. and also i just think 
personally, I've never been a person that wears a lot of ball gown, dressy dress yes. every day. Yeah. When we're in our jeans yep. and our trendy high-waisted jeans and our t-shirts. That's our regular <laughs> yeah. gear. Do you know what? High-waisted jeans. I've decided I'm never coming back oh down. Oh, my God. That's never. it. I've come up. Look at this. Yeah. Can I, we're both in our jeans. And I'm, can, I'm at the age now. I'm not that old, but I'm a bit older. And I just tuck everything in. Yeah. It's like this. It's all underneath. Yeah. Whatever. That's just there. It's hidden. The mom god, jeans. Oh my god. I'm, I'm not a mom got... and I wear mom jeans. I'm into yeah. them. I'm very <laughs> into them. And it just sucks it all in and it's great. Oh god, You've it's got divine. your period and you feel a bit bloated. Yeah. It's like, Shuck it in the Shuck jeans. it in. They can take <laughs> it. And you watch the, the zip barely clinging to life, <laughs> but it's it. still doing it. Throwing everything it's in. Like, fucking hell. Stick yeah. to it. Um, what I was saying was yes. before I got diverted. No, I interrupted. No, I diverted my own attention. The idea that. You know, a formal gown or a dress isn't your everyday gear. And, you know, we can go to the shops and or a store and try on a everyday summer dress or something. It's mm. different from the event dress that is a wedding dress. Yeah. And I also think it's, I don't know, I wasn't someone who ever dreamed or dreamt of my wedding dress. I had this idea of what I wanted to look like, but mm. I wasn't like, this is the dress I'm going to wear. Yeah. And I also think, I've said also think three times now. <laughs> Um, that we have had this stupid thing put on us that we have to either cry or feel like you know instantly that this is the purchase of your yes. lifetime. Like a lightning bolt. Yeah, and yeah. it's because of the stupid TV shows that I work on where they go, is this old drag? <laughs> you get to hold the fucking sign up and say yes and I'm going to cry and have an emotional yeah. moment. And I don't know if I've ever had an emotional moment towards clothing. I've had like you know, extreme delicious feelings of spending money and feeling satisfied that I've bought something nice, but I haven't like broken down and no. sobbed or, you know. So I think there's this element of us feeling an expectation that we should be having some sort of emotional response oh, yeah. where you just go, it's a nice dress. And I do think you're right to go and just try a bunch on. Yeah. Cause I, then I think I'll know, then I think I'll be able to go, oh no, this one is the best one. Yeah. And that's what I need. Yeah. So I am going on my own. Great. Yeah. Oh, I support this 100%. Yeah. Because there is a real stigma, oh, oddly. I mean, stigma is a very strong it, word. It is a stigma. It's but it, like there you is have, a thing. You a posse, and I think the posse yeah. is actually quite dangerous. Well, I know. And I was listening to your episode about, um, it was with uh, the wedding shop. Oh, yeah. And they said exactly the same thing, yeah. they, didn't they? So many opinions. I mean, yeah, that's it. And, you know, I mean, I can't think of anything worse than coming out and having eight people or something. I don't know where I'd find eight I people don't know to eight come people. with me. I don't, I don't know, know eight, eight people. people to come and look at it. <laughs> but, yeah, I really, I had a real moment when I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go on my own. When I was having my meltdown, mm. I was like, I'm going to have to just go on my own. And my sister was like, well, yeah, that's good. Good. You've got time. Yeah. Like, you can go in the day when they're not hurrying you on because it's not a Saturday afternoon and you can just go and just try on loads of dresses Lorna was like it's a numbers game you've just got to try on enough dresses like just keep going and I love going so that's worked out really well are they still doing you get the champagne moments at each of the but I didn't yesterday Mm. I didn't get it but I was okay with it because I was like yeah, fine. But we're going to a we're going to quite a fancy one with my mum next week. So I'm right. hoping somebody will pop a cork there. Around. They'll turn around. Yeah, around. yeah. I'll Anything come and from pop the mini back. <laughs> yeah, I've brought my own. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> you got an ice bucket. <laughs> well, you're better. Yeah. Um, so I just need to calm. I do. I feel calmer. Good. I'm still a bit stressed because this it's this whole 
it's got to get sorted. Like time. But uh, let me also just say, yeah, um, I had a lovely guest on, a repeat offender. I like to say, lovely, a lovely lady called Carly Kiker, and she wrote a book called Hitched in a Hurry. And her whole philosophy, she got married in under six months, and she takes it from the perspective as there are shops and stores that sell everything you could ever need to make a wedding tomorrow. Yes. Like we could haul your ass into bloody Selfridges and find you a gorgeous dress. You know, like it's Selfridges is very fancy, everyone. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I just want you to know, I don't normally shop at Selfridges. It's a lovely place to go. Yeah. But there is, there's always a solution. And I know Mm. that, you know, bridal stores say you gotta have this time and a lot of them do, but there are so many great, like if it became like, action stations dire you will find a dress yeah. to buy off the rack that you can have all t- like there are always solutions that's it please don't worry okay thank you because it's meant to be fun yeah i mean that's the other thing yeah and i do think they do and i'm not i'm not anti i've got like great bridal store friends of the podcast and they are like you know i think this idea there are some companies stores shops that will like put the hard word on you and go we can't make it we're going to pay you all these fees yes and then there are lots of people that will go out of their way to make it happen and that's it and that's just like we were saying earlier like it it's got to be fun and it's got to feel right yeah otherwise they don't get your money do you know no. what i mean like if there's all this pressure and and it's a funny thing because it's me that's putting the pressure on sure. I, can i just say every bride bridal shop that i've wrong and told them they're like don't worry sure. don't worry it's fine yeah. just can you come in and I'm like, yeah, I can come in now. I'll be there in half an hour. Um, have those shoes arrived yet? Just yeah. check. Just check. <laughs> Hi, just calling up about the shoes. Charlotte, Charlotte, it's me. Have the shoes. The shoes, are they in? <laughs> it's her again. She's yeah. still calling about the shoes. That's it. There's some poor person fashioning them in Italy right now. The, the, yeah, that's it. Sarah, so she's called again. Yeah. That's a terrible Italian accent, says Alicia. <laughs> um, so the dress, you, you've got the, the dress things coming that will be solved it will be fun and I need to surrender I think that's the best thing to because I've been quite philosophical with everything I'm like you know yeah the right thing will come in so I do need to surrender and go it will be the right thing in the right way at the right time will you please report back when this happens yes you can leave me a voice message or send some sort of uh, squirrel mail or something yes Yes. so I can share this with the community absolutely because the chillers get involved yeah lovely and they've always got good feedback you need to join our are you in our Facebook group I don't know if I am oh my god you need to join do you know what Facebook I need to get back into Facebook Mm. because I'm very Instagram you are I love Instagram can you do a plug? Because I, I think you should yeah. be. Yeah, let's talk about your various projects. Because I think yes. people are going to get addicted to you like I am <laughs> in a non-creepy way. You can be as creepy as you want, everyone. That's fine. So on Instagram, I am at this Sarah Powell. Yes. And I love my stories. And you'll get a lot of, I mean, you'll see a lot of me drinking tea. Yeah. and um, going to Slimming World and yep. giving you updates on my house and um, trying your to... Your mum will... Your mum. My mum, June, will inevitably pop up. And actually, there's a there's a highlights if you fancy it, at the top of my page, which was everything that June did for the royal wedding. <laughs> including, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to sit on the train and watch Some this. very dense volivons. Very dense volivons that she made. Coronation chicken. There's all sorts oh. on there. There's a lot of stuff about just, June's. That was all very British. Everything you just said there. Yeah. <laughs> volivons. Well, that's French, but very... Uh... They weren't French. They, these were not the French ones. These were the uh, north the British, the, north the, ones. Yeah, the northern, northern volivons. Volivons, yeah. volivons as you'd say in Australia. 
It's a yeah. ball I want. Uh, and a coronation chicken, which is a curried chicken. Yes. It updated for the 21st century by it. Mary Berry. Oh. Yes. And June, the reason that she, she just kept saying this all day, she was like, coronation chicken was invented so the chefs could get ahead in the palace. Here we are getting ahead. Look at us getting She's ahead. She's basically royal, royal oh chef. Oh my God, she is. Oh, it's hilarious. So yes, she'll be on there um, with all her various blow dries. Um <laughs> And yeah, so I, Instagram is my, so I need to reconnect with Facebook actually, because I've sort of, yeah, but I'd love to join. You should join the community. I'll come in. The Bride Chiller community. Lovely. Like-minded chillers. We talk about this stuff all the time about problem solving, solutions. Great. Some other shit. It's great. (laughs) But they're all very like-minded people and um, I'm proud of the community being a no bullshit community. Yeah. There's no, you know, shit shaming of anything. Great. And if there is, take a hike. It's so amazing. And it's so, it's such a testament to you that you've created it oh, and found and everybody's come together and, and they obviously, you know, it sounds like I a just, lovely thing to I be involved in. I just feel like I'm a people, people gather, you know, when you find yeah, your people. Totally. And, and we were talking off, off mic, off whatever, um, about our communities and people that we connect with via the social medias and stuff. And I think when you find your people, you can go on that journey with them throughout different stages of life so yeah. i hope you know i'm always thinking about how to keep my chillers chilled and then take them into the next phase of whatever the fuck yeah. is the next phase <laughs> what are the next that's just like whatever true. the fuck you're doing yeah. just come with me <laughs> what a sales pitch <laughs> oh. no, and, and it's a lovely thing to have it's a real yeah how gorgeous now your podcast, because I yes. please, I think so, very chiller esque. I do a weekly podcast that comes out every Friday uh, with Jules, my friend Jules von Hett, uh, called Jules and Sarah the Podcast <laughs> Creative. We do also a little mini um, podcast on a Tuesday, which is called the Nibble. Um, so you know you can have that as well. And then we've just finished our first series. We've just done a podcast series called Wobble. So what? Our, so our listeners are called the Port Salut Crew because we talk about cheese mm. a lot. Um, and we, um, but and, and they send us letters, which is the most lovely thing. We've got a PO box, and they write to us, and they oh. send us things, and they send us tasteless magnets, and it's just wonderful tea towels, all this kind of stuff. And a lot, we got a lot of letters from listeners saying, because we, I mean, I mean, the podcast, it's very hard to describe what the podcast's about. It's a bit like two nanas on a bus. That's Do you great. know what I mean? We just talk about anything and everything. It's nonsense. It's feel good. We talk about our mothers, Jules's mum, Sheila, and obviously June, they feature a lot. We play Would You Rather. It's all good fun. And we never expected the response that we got, which was a lot of people writing to us going, I've been going through this and mm. it's been crap. Mm. And it's been really nice to have the podcast to sort of have something to laugh along with. Yeah. So we were like, God, that's nice. Um, so we wanted to <coughs> bless oh, you. Sorry, I couldn't hold no, it. No, I, I enjoyed Thank it. You. It was a good one. Um, we, so we wanted to do something to honor that. Yeah. Um, and so we created Wobble. So because everybody wobbles physically and emotionally well, and it's all about, um, happiness and it's about body confidence. And we've had a series. So we did eight episodes. We've had a guest on every week to, to all sorts of people, self love coaches. Um, we had a beauty uh, therapist. Um, we've had Lauren, who's incredible. She, um, had breast cancer at 31 and has now made this amazing community. Mm. Like, 
like just all sorts of different amazing people. I mean, we say it's like free therapy because it's been amazing yeah. um, for us in particular, but obviously for you. And there's loads of different things you can learn. And, 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 and it's just, it's been a really gorgeous thing to do. So yes, so they're kind of our, they're, they're our babies. They're mm. our two podcasts. Um, I love everything that you do. So I will, I'm part of your tribe and I will follow you wherever oh, you go. Oh, love. Thank you. And you more, and I'm in yours and I feel honored to be there. Well, aren't we so spiffy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So dress update, you will get to me. Absolutely. Yes. You're going to work that skirt and get around and yeah. tie a bunch on. You'll be getting WhatsApps at like oh, nine o'clock at WhatsApp night. WhatsApp me every day. Yeah. <laughs> Just send me voice messages as you go. Yes, I will. I'm putting it on now. I'm putting yep. it. No, it's not right. I'm coming. Abort, abort, abort. Yes. Take it off. Not fish. No fish. What is it? Fish tails. Yeah, no fish tails. I just can't. I fine. can't move. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. You want to you move. You want to feel free. Yeah, that's it. I want to feel comfy. I want to feel quite sexy oh, in mate. a, you know, reserved way. Mate, how Australian can I sound? <laughs> I am all for comfort. And I, yeah. I think that's the thing. We forget the word comfort. And you can be comfortable. And I think I feel my most sexy when I can move and feel free yeah feel gorgeous wearing a bra but you know feeling like i'm it's all contained yeah but i feel good and like you know when you're wearing something it's too tight sticking into you and you're like oh i don't feel myself but also i think if you see someone who's uncomfortable you feel uncomfortable like you feel it for them terrible yeah so you go you go you go girl yeah thanks so much Thank you for coming on Bride Chill. I have. It's been an absolute pleasure. We could, I feel like we could have a bottle of rosé. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes, way. Bring the drinks trolley in. <laughs> There's nobody there. Anyone? Anyone there? <laughs> no. Oh, thank you. so. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Follow Sarah on all the socials. Obviously, in the show notes today, we'll share lots of information, links, We'll be doing the shared Instagrams and all that sort of stuff. Lovely. Very excited. And please update. I will. I please. absolutely will. Um, little plug. I always forget to plug my own shit. Oh, do it. Yes. If you'd like to purchase the book. Yes. Like Sarah did. I did. And I cannot say enough good things about the books. Thank you. Honestly, they're just. I'm not prompting her to say it's this. Like, it's like having a friend. It's oh. like having a friend who's who knows better and who's been through it. And it's it will save you so much time trying to learn things you can just have them it's gorgeous thank you and thank you so much for investing and uh, helping me out the bride chiller is where you find the blog bride chiller store is where you purchase your things until next week happy days (laughs) the bride chiller podcast empowering you to kick wedding planning ass every day 